Hi everyone, this is Deb McBride and welcome to Astrology with Deb McBride. It is September 3rd, Labor Day in the United States and I am broadcasting from lovely La Fortuna, Costa Rica, near the Arenal Volcano and I have been here for a few days uh, taking a little break and it's been quite lovely and the volcano has been actually quite visible and uh so i'm doing this on monday evening so welcome to the new week and this week the most important thing is that we are not done with planets turning direct from retrograde so two weeks ago we had mercury Last week we had Mars, and this week we have Saturn. So we were talking a lot about the inner planets, and we were talking much more about the personal details. This is a little more global. Uh, Saturn is not necessarily an outer planet in the tradition of non-visible outer planets, but Saturn is definitely a uh, force that we all deal with on a regular basis in a more uh, group setting because Saturn does rule both Aquarius and Capricorn. Um, Aquarius is also ruled by Uranus and that is its main ruler, but before Uranus, Saturn ruled Aquarius. So what is Saturn about? Saturn is the planet of structure, of commitment, of focus, of making boundaries and rules and the patriarchy and the government and Saturn is right now in the sign of Capricorn where it entered last December 2017. Saturn rules Capricorn and that's really its main rulership and the experience of Saturn is not an easy one. We all have Saturn in our chart. We all have to deal with Saturn. Saturn is not fun. It's the planet that involves hard work. It's the planet that gives us structure in the sense that we have to have some sort of routine, some sort of schedule, some sort of commitment and rules and accountability to which we adhere. And it's not an easy energy when it's hitting a planet in your chart. When it's sitting on one of your planets, it is definitely not fun sometimes it can really bring you some really amazing gifts because when you work with Saturn and that's the theme of Saturn working when you deal with Saturn in a work oriented way it gives you everything you need and what you want and sometimes more because you've been a good person and you've stayed within the structure and the boundaries and you've stayed focused and worked hard now Saturn is not something where you can sort of goof off and forget about things and Saturn's going to give you an easy ride. That's, that's Jupiter. <laughs> um, we'll talk about Jupiter another time, but today we have to talk about Saturn because Saturn does go direct on Thursday the 6th in the morning, 7, 7 10 a.m. in the Eastern time zone of the United States. And so when Saturn uh, decides to slow down and turn direct, it's important because we can move forward with our plans and our schedule and our and our what we were commitment committed to and focused and we get clarity. Saturn is what you got to do to get to what you want. So my teacher Michael Luton used to call it the mother-in-law of the zodiac. And the mother-in-law of the zodiac is 
uh, you know, you know, when you have to deal with a, a mother-in-law or an in-law that is difficult and maybe a little ornery and, and sort of judgmental and kind of looking at you with one eyebrow raised. So Saturn is always expecting us to work hard and do the best we can. Saturn wants us to achieve. Saturn wants us to have success. Saturn wants us to be uh, realistic. And again, these are not fun things. This isn't, we're going to go out and party with Saturn. No. <laughs> Wherever you have Saturn in your chart is where you need to overcome your fears and do the most work. And it's where you have to confront your fears and your anxiety and the things, all the things you don't want to confront. But they will inevitably pay off when you deal with Saturn and you give Saturn a real chance in your life because Saturn is not something that you have to, that you, you can just sort of disregard and feel like it's, well, I'm done with that. It's over now. No, Saturn, you have to be patient with Saturn and with yourself. So if you're, you know, visiting your astrologer, if you know astrology and you know that Saturn is getting to one of your planets in your chart, Saturn in the sky is on one of your planets, then you really need to work on the energies described by that planet and its placement. So Saturn goes direct this week. It has been retrograde since April 17th. It went retrograde at nine degrees Capricorn. It's in its own sign, as I said. So it has a lot of power there. And it's stationing direct at two degrees, which is where it was at the beginning of the year and the end of last year. So we're going to revisit everything for the first few months of the year as Saturn goes direct and moves over those degrees again to leave its shadow in mid-December. So things that you were working on, things that you were experiencing early this year, wherever you were, this is now a time to sort of revisit and see what you've accomplished. And Saturn's all about accomplishment. And where you have to clean it up, where you have to accomplish what you want to accomplish. But I have to tell you, Saturn is one of those things where you need to stay very committed to what, whatever journey you've been on since the early part of the year. So here's an example. So Saturn would have gone retrograde in April. So we had four months or so of the year, three and a half months of working with Saturn in Capricorn. And then we needed to start reviewing things. And what Saturn does, since we start now, we're starting to get into slower moving planets. Mars is faster. Mercury is certainly very fast. They cover a small territory. They go retrograde. It's very small. Um, Saturn, if you are getting Saturn to your chart, for example, if you have something at two degrees, it touched it at the end of December, early January. It came back again now and is turning back around again at that degree. So if you said something, say at three degrees, four degrees of Capricorn or in a cardinal sign where Saturn was putting pressure on it, you would have experienced it initially, say in February. Then again, when Saturn came back to say three or four degrees, which was last month, and then you would have experienced that you'll experience it again in a few weeks when Saturn goes past 
for the third and last time. What happens when we have Saturn transits such as that is Saturn will come by the first time and we feel like we've been hit over the head or we have a realization or it's like, oh, this, I have to work on this. This is something I really do need to get serious about. And Saturn appreciates seriousness. And when you are working with Saturn, you have to stay focused on your goal. You can't just go, ah, forget it. I'm not going to do that anymore <laughs> because then you're not going to get the, the, the achievement, the gift at the end of the Saturn transit. So you start with Saturn on a planet or in a chart somewhere in your chart because it's someplace in everybody's chart and you work through it and you see the various stages of growth. And remember, this is an earthy planet. It rules an earthy sign. So again, we're planting our feet in something. We're putting our hands in the earth and we are building something with Saturn. So hopefully by the time Saturn's finished with us, we can look back at it and see how far we've come, what we've accomplished, what we've done to achieve what we needed to achieve, and what more needs to be done. Saturn makes us and more or less feels like we're being forced to handle stuff that maybe we didn't want to handle or stuff that we wanted to handle and didn't know where to begin. If you say, for example, you're starting a new business. This is always going to be a good planet to have in your pocket because, and in your corner, because Saturn's going to help you build it from the ground up. And that's what you want Saturn to do. You want help with that energetically. You need that structure. Saturn is not something where, like I said, you can goof off. You've got to stay focused and have your plan in place. And maybe you got involved in something that you didn't know you would get involved in. Maybe you've been working on something that you didn't expect to work on. And it just sort of fell into place that way because Saturn glided over a part of your chart and you're like, hey, yeah, this is what I need to do. And it's all sort of moving forward in a very Saturnine, serious, mature adult way. That's the one thing you'll find with Saturnine people, Capricorns, they're not goofballs. <laughs> they may have a certain amount of fun planets, like a, a lot of Jupiter or Venus or something, but they are, when it comes down to it, they are people who are going to work hard and get to what they need and be very serious about things. We are seeking accomplishment when Saturn comes to our chart. We are seeking structure in some way. We are seeking some sort of reality. We are seeking some sort of grounded feeling about whatever it is we need to do. And sometimes, and the best use of Saturn is to bring something you want into reality. So you may say, oh, that goal or that desire, that's out there. Whatever it is, personally, professionally, in the family sense, anything. But you think that goal is out there, but Saturn gives you the means by which you achieve what you need to achieve. So it gives you the structure, it gives you the tools, it gives you the way to handle and step by step in a very focused and slow manner. It gives you the way to move forward and get what you need. And so, you know, this is why Saturn, Saturn rules our, our parents and our uh, patriarchy and our, and our government. It's Saturn puts those things there because they're exactly what we need to do to get to what we want. 
and those structures that we have and those structures that we need in our lives because without certain structures such as such as time for example <laughs> time is a construct time doesn't really exist but Saturn puts it there because we have to have some sort of structure in our day if we don't have that when do we sleep when do we work when do we eat when do we pick up the kids from school it's all it's all that's all Saturn that we are dealing with when we're dealing with time and the hours and the and the days we have and commitments and schedules and appointments yes there's mercury in there for sure but the fact that the time exists is thanks to saturn and the good news is, is that as saturn goes direct the the thing to do is to recognize and congratulate yourself for how much you have accomplished in the time that saturn has been retrograde when something goes retrograde we go within we go more internal we go deeper and now that's Saturn's moving forward. We can stand back, look at it and say, you know what? I did, I got it done. I got that hard work done. The hardest part of it was, was this. And we move forward satisfied with what we accomplished. And then we, we take it from there and see what's left. So like I said, went up to nine degrees. We're not going up till nine degrees till the middle of December. Whatever you set out to achieve from December through April you're going to look back at that now. You're going to congratulate yourself for what you've accomplished. <laughs> and I can guarantee you it wasn't nothing. You have, get, you have something accomplished in these last several months since April. And you'll look back and say, I went backwards and I did this and I did my homework. And I can look at it and say, yes, I'm proud of myself. And I've done good here. Now I have to this is these three factors are what remains in my work for this so good luck with that we have more months ahead of saturn saturn is the last visible planet in the sky uh, before we start getting into the outer planets and that's where i always think of saturn as the boundary the gate before we go out into the collective and Saturn is far more reality-based and Earth-based than, you know, something such as like Uranus or Neptune. They are, they are a different energy. So use that Saturn properly. We all have to do Saturn. This is a really important time because Saturn is in its own sign. And next year, Saturn's going to already start getting close to Pluto. And those are really going to be important months and years ahead as Saturn and Pluto joined for the first time since the early 1980s. Saturn and Pluto don't get together very often, but they are together in the same sign, and we can already feel the stirrings of what that's going to be about. That is really a time of hard work and concentration and uh, working towards a great transformation in our lives. So more on that as the months progress. But right now, if you begin something or anything in these next few days and weeks, you'll see how Saturn uh, will operate in your life and how where the structure has come from and what, what's good about this. So, good news. Okay, in other planetary news, Mercury goes into Virgo on Wednesday, which means it's going to its own sign. Hooray, Mercury. And Mercury is going to be pretty quick it's going to stay in in uh, its own sign for a few weeks and it likes it there in Virgo um, it's 
actually, <laughs> it's only going to stay there about a couple of weeks before it goes into Libra on the 21st. So enjoy these couple of weeks with Mercury and Virgo where we pay attention to the details, where we focus on what's important uh, in our work. You know, it's September. People in the Northern Hemisphere start thinking about going back to school and everybody's back in class and colleges are open again for business and everybody's back in the saddle again now that it's Labor Day. So this is the time to get organized. <laughs> Mercury goes into Virgo. It's going to make a wonderful grand trine with Saturn there in Capricorn and Uranus in Taurus. So this is a very earthy week. We're going to get organized. We're going to get focused. We're going to get ready to start the, the uh, September latter months of the year and what we need to accomplish before the holidays start hitting everybody. But if you're in the Northern Hemisphere and you're in that schedule of autumn, then you can guarantee that this is that time of the year where it's all back to school. And more than ever with Saturn and Capricorn and Mercury and Virgo and Uranus and Taurus, this is the, the grand earth trine we're going to get a lot accomplished and a lot done and everybody's going to be ready for this. It isn't one of those things where you're like, Ugh, Oh, I'm so bummed. Summer's over. Cause everything's still in fire signs and you want to be in the heat and on the beach and having all that nice fiery energy to do fun things. This is much more sedate and practical, very practical. So get your ducks in a row, clean out your closets. I know you Virgo types love this time of year when you can have that Virgo energy uh, at hand to really bring your, uh, bring your organizational skills to the fore. So uh, take your time with all of that. Um, do your chores, clean your house, get your spreadsheets together, clean out your closets, throw out old junk. <laughs> it's September. <laughs> and it's hard to believe it's already September. So also this week we have um, the moon moving from where it is now in Gemini, which is a mercurial sign, through the end of the week when it goes into Virgo. So there you go. Again, more Virgo at the end of the week. So it's going to move through uh, Cancer and Leo and into Virgo with the Sun and Mercury by the end of the week. And so there we are with lots and lots of practical energy. Venus is at the end of Libra. Now we have to start paying attention to Venus because Venus is at 25 degrees as I speak now and is going to go into Scorpio very soon on the 9th in the wee hours of the morning. Why is this important? Because Venus is going to retrograde in Scorpio and Venus is now going to start slowing down. And we have a while. It's not going to retrograde till October 5th. So we have plenty of time to talk about it. But pay attention because Venus is going to be retrograde from October 5th until November 15th when it will go direct at 25 Libra. So we are now entering Venus's shadow period. Ta-da! So Venus likes being in Libra does not like being in Scorpio. Venus rules Libra. She loves all that beautiful aesthetic and, and beautiful clothing and nice jewelry and 
beautiful shoes and adornments. But when she moves into Scorpio, she is then in the opposite sign from her other rulership, Taurus. So she's not fond of this. And she is going to waltz into Scorpio and slow down right away because she's going to go retrograde at 10 degrees, Scorpio. So it's not going to be a fast time. This is we're only going to move 10 degrees in a month. And, and then she's going to retrograde. Venus and Scorpio is not the best placement, although people might think so because it's Venus and she represents love and Scorpio is passion and mm, isn't that delicious? Uh, <laughs> I think it, it can be fine if you use it properly. It can be troublesome. It can also be revealing, but you know, it can be passionate. You have to use the energy properly. You have to talk to the goddess and see what she wants and really sort of be on, on top of things. Venus is going to do some very interesting things as we move forward in this autumn, but we'll talk about that as we get closer. But in the meantime, know now that Venus is going into her shadow and that when Venus goes retrograde, this is not the new time. This is not the great time to do a few things. We don't, we obviously don't want to try to start a new relationship with somebody brand new when we're still dealing with old stories. That's number one. Number two, this is not something where you go out and you get a new uh, skincare treatment with something you've never done before. Because I've had friends and clients who do those things under a Venus retrograde and they are actually really not happy with the results. So you don't do anything brand new with your beauty routine. That goes for men and women. Um, when Venus is retrograde, it's time to, again, go through the closets, throw out the old clothes, go back and balance the checkbook, look at the money situation because Venus does rule money. So if you need new ideas for your business or any sort of new financial uh, finance gaining ideas, this is a good time to sit down with yourself and figure that out. Um, talk to the goddess. Find out what she wants. Venus is closer to the earth now. Um, and she goes closer to the earth in, in her retrograde period. And you can see her at night at the moment. But when planets go retrograde like this, they are closer to the earth. And we can see them very brightly in the sky. And she's actually been close for a long time now. I've been seeing her in the night sky for a couple months. So that's actually very nice. And... You know, I always advise people to make a wish when they see Venus and have a little magic in their lives and just know that the goddess is there and she's there for you to talk to her and, you know, help you get what you want. Ask her for what you need. Ask her what she wants from you. What's your, what's your arrangement with her? How do you feel about her? And ask her to bestow blessings on your love life. Um, so this is an important time as we get closer and closer to having Venus retrograde. She is going to be visible in the night sky until October 22nd. And then November 1st, you'll see her in the morning, but she's going to kind of go away for that last couple weeks of October where she's, um, sort of descends into uh, to the darkness and then you'll see her in the morning 
for the rest of the year. So when Venus retrogrades, it's important to remember, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't buy any new jewelry. I wouldn't buy any new baubles or anything like that. Go through your old stuff and reconnect with the feminine principle. Everybody has a feminine principle, men too. You have to, it's a going within and going back and rehashing. It's not for new baubles. It's not for new relationships. It's not for um, new bright, shiny things, whether they're ideas or they're physical adornments. It's for sort of reviewing, revisiting, rehashing. And Venus is in her rulership right now. But again, like I said, Scorpio. So we may have to deal with some more, uh, Scorpionic themes, which are usually themes of darkness, themes of uh, light and darkness, themes of what's hidden and what has not been revealed. And like Mercury retrograde brings the truth out sometimes, you know, retrograde planets can bring out the truth or help us uh, reestablish ourselves in some way. So Mercury's about information, truth comes forward. Mars is about confidence. We found a new confidence in these last months. What is Venus about? Beauty, money, what we desire. And we have to check in with our desires and see if we still want the same thing. And if we have to do some work towards it, well, then good. Then we have to acknowledge the work that we need to do with the goddess in these next months. And women, time to kind of go in and find that, that goddess if you haven't already, or if you need to revisit with her, or if you need to reestablish a relationship with her within yourself. So on that note, I'm Deb McBride. This is my astrology podcast. You can reach me for astrology sessions. I'm available. You can reach out to me at my email, deb at debmcbride.com. My availability varies from week to week but you can also see me on Instagram at Deb Astrology and also on Twitter at Deb Astrology. I haven't posted anything in the last few days because I've been on a little break in Fortuna, beautiful La Fortuna, Costa Rica. And if you are interested in asking questions or anything, I offer my website again, debmcbride.com. You can read about me. I've been in the feature of a number of media articles. You can find out more about what I do there. So I'm pleased to uh, help wherever I can and certainly have a good week and a good night. Thank you so much. See you soon.